0: Hey guys, welcome to the Coach Keith Brady Podcast. Today I've got Lachlan Douglas on for us. He's going to share his weight loss journey. Lachlan previously weighed in at just over 180 kilos and has dropped down to around about 120. So welcome Lachlan. Tell us a bit about your journey.
1: Hey guys, Lachlan here. I'm very excited to be on the podcast with Keith. He's been inviting me on the show for about three weeks. Well, I'm trying to get the show up and running. So, um, been at RBT for about two and a half years. Joined when started off in the 28 day challenge, did a bit of the uh, other stuff. Um, loved it. I think when I first started, I squatted about 40 kilos, and that was for you know five reps or something like that. I, I had no body strength, uh, I'd never actually been to the gym before in 25 years of life, 26 years of life, or well, lifting weights. I've done a bit of cardio at the gym, never really lifting weight. So it's been an exciting journey, getting stronger, but also getting fitter. And so I think people think when you get stronger, you're going to be bulky, but I've actually got stronger and slimmed down. So it's been good fun. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, meeting good people along the way too.
0: Nice, nice. So uh, tell us about your weight loss journey. What did you weigh and what are you weighing in that now?
1: Well, I think heaviest I ever weighed was, it was probably over 180 kilos. Like I was just a blob. If you're gonna, this is a big blob. Uh, changed my diet first. That's probably the first thing I needed to change. So changed all that. Uh, just real strict, strict diet for about a year. Uh, I think I lost about 60 kilos just doing that. Like just cutting out all bad, all bad foods. I mean, people, I'm talking, I had nothing really. I just had protein and veggies, a bit of carbs, but nothing, nothing extreme. So I cut that out. Then it was slowly, then I started falling back into bad habits. Then I joined the gym, got my food back on track. And then that's when sort of the fitness started to come back as well. So I think, so I think I got down to about 110, maybe. And then probably ballooned back out. Now, sort of, I still probably carry a fair bit of bit of weight around, but I'm not. I think I'm fitter and stronger than I've ever been in my life at the moment. So I can still get fitter and can still get stronger, like anyone can. But um, it's been a long, long journey. Done things I never thought I'd do. So it's about getting outside your comfort zone as well, I guess. So that's probably where it's helped me develop. You know, not only strength, but like a bit of mental strength, I guess. But you still have you gotta have resiliency, saying no to something sometimes, and that's that's just a good life lesson as well, not just a you know health lesson. And sometimes you just have to say no, put yourself first. Uh, probably something I never did. I was put my needs second, others and but not to worry. Well, yeah, but I'm. Definitely happier and healthier now as a person.
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What were some of the challenges that you faced during...
1: I suppose <laughs> the big one's always peer pressure. You know, I think people are, Well, I, I think I've, I've said before to people, if you if someone's got a drug problem, you, you know, you generally people step in and say, stop, stop taking drugs. If they've got a drinking problem, they'll say, stop. Stop drinking, but if you eat a lot of food, very rarely do people say, "Hey, you know, maybe you don't need that extra, extra sandwich or two sandwiches." So I think when you do all those sort of things, I think the, the hardest thing is being honest with yourself, um, and because no one's no no one's gonna watch you eat your food or anything like that. Um, I suppose it's a different one, you know, but I will sort of think obesity probably can fall in the same line of like food is addiction. You do get addicted to food, I guess. Well, I certainly, (laughs) I certainly had no problems, you know, putting away a couple of pies and sausage rolls, then rolls back in the day. Um, And like no one ever said, well, not to my face. they might've said it behind my back, but no one ever said, you know, like, Hey, Hey mate, you know, you're a bit, maybe ease up on the food or sort of thing. So I think the biggest challenge is then, and then when you start eating, and you start getting a bit bit better, people are like, Oh, you can ease up. You know, you don't have to do that, you know, you'll be fine, you're looking good. And then you know, ah, oh, okay, maybe I am. Complacency sets in. Yeah, yeah. Then all of a sudden you're you're back. You know, you, you might have one step forward and then one bad weekend can send you right back, so it's then back to back to square one again. So I think yeah, the hardest thing is finding that Listening, your own journey it's going on, no one else's.
0: Yeah, 100%, bro. Um, like you say, it is your journey. You don't need to compare your story to everybody else's. So, with your weight loss, how's that ha- helped you with your footy? Because you play footy. So, yeah, how's that
1: gone? I, I always was the big guy playing sport. You know, everyone, always the parents would say, You sure that kids, you know? Are you sure that kid's only 12 or 13 or something? So always played footy. I think just it's helped, you know, well, moving easier. You definitely wake up feeling a bit, feeling a bit better because you're not carrying around so much. But for a while there, when I was big, I didn't actually play, play much footy. I was just sort of just drifted off, drifted off playing footy. Obviously due to lack of fitness was probably number one. Um, But Definitely getting into the when you get when I got back into things, it was much easier to, uh, to do everything. I still enjoy the comments from the, the crowd. I normally I'll still get weight related jokes. I think they hurt more now than they did back when I was big. You know, I think they hurt more now about hey, fatty, you know, like get a kick or something. I think they hurt now more than they ever did. I don't know why, it's just <laughs> psychological, but it's been good, like, definitely. Definitely feel a lot better. Yeah. Freer moving.
0: Yeah, yeah, because even when we do our runs, your times are always at the top, which, like, with your size is quite deceiving because people would think that you know, you'd you finish, you know, mid to bottom, but, yeah, you're all, you always have really good times and, yeah, you're always at the top.
1: I, I just like doing the run stuff. I don't know why. Like, I'm not a very good runner, but I always figure, like, running something 90 I'm going to say 90% of people, you know, at the gym can do. There's a variety of people who can't do it, you know, for whatever, whatever reason. And, you know, they still find a way to get their bit of fitness component in. But running's just something I started doing. And then the little runs at the gym, I was thinking like 100 meters or 200 meters, 400 meters. It's really nothing when you look down to it. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not overly quick either but I always just I use the mentality from footy I think you know if you yourself Keith or Jane or someone says you know go for 200 run and sprint and people are jogging like if you did that at a footy club you'd just be absolutely you know people would just absolutely tear you one for just jogging along so I always just use the like okay, just make it a sprint you know I'll just run as quick as I can get back and then people are you know I'll go again. I think that's something I, I don't know, not pride myself on, but always still given the same amount of effort, whether it's, you know, with the runs and with all those sort of things. I mean, people probably look at me at the gym and think, I think you're talking a lot of rubbish here, but I'm actually always, (laughs) I always try and put in a hundred percent in those things because you just only get out what you put in, I guess. And it's something in my brain that flicks, you know, like someone just has to say, say something, and in my brain, it just flicks and goes, oh, well, you got to do this, you know, you got to do this relatively quick. And I, I like that people think, oh, this guy's probably just, I reckon I've got this guy running up the hill and I'll just run straight past him. So catch you later, everyone. Apologies.
0: <laughs> no, it's good, bro. So in your journey, what are a couple of the habits that you've picked up that have helped you big time?
1: Um... I definitely think, like, even just making little changes, you don't have to change your whole, like, cut anything out. You know, I've gone from, you know, like, egg, when you go out for breakfast, for say, you have, you know, eggs, bacon on toast, you know, how you have all this stuff. Now, you can still just go out and enjoy your breakfast, with, you know, just egg and, egg and bacon. There's no – you don't have to have the bread all the time or even stuff like if I'm having a drink. I can't – I'll have a, a beer occasionally now I just have vodka, everyone knows me as the guy as vodka water people think it's just a plain plain old drink, but I just have vodka tap water, bit of lime bit of a lime wedge, whack it in there uh, but nothing huge like I haven't made huge any changes, like I haven't gone and say I'm cutting out dairy you know I'm cutting out this stuff, it's all just having a moderation I think that's something I struggle with too, you know I do but You can never, um, you can always just, ah, you know, next time, you know. I mean, I'm shocking at cooking pasta and rice as well. I don't know how how people actually cook pasta and rice properly. Every time I cook it, I end up with about six days worth of rice. So, but I think the good habits I've learned, you know, just meal prepping. I've never done that. I never did that. That's just a foreign concept to me. And also just, I think you feel better when you cook and eat. Like as opposed to getting takeaway, you feel you feel accomplished. You've done a small little task for the day. You've made your lunch. You made your breakfast, or you made your breakfast, lunch, dinner. You're good to go. And I think that's something you know that definitely helps with the eating because you probably don't eat as much when you have to cook it yourself because you think oh, I've got to cook more. I've got to cut more. Uh, it's just such a journey sometimes. So you just stick to <laughs> stick to what you know, and it's easy because I can't cook fancy dishes. So it's a pretty basic steak and veggies. <laughs> or chicken and veggies.
0: Yeah, that's it, bro. You gotta keep it basic. Um, so just to finish off, have you got any tips for any of the listeners that might like, need some help or anything like that?
1: Um the only tips I'd give is just you just keep like it's a long, long road. You know, or if you are climbing a mountain, you you'll never get to the top. You know, you can't think of it like like that. I mean, you can. Matthew McConaughey gives a good speech if anyone wants to look it up. And um, when he wins an Oscar or a Golden Globe or something, he always talks about chasing that. His his hero is him ten years from now. You know, him ten years from now. So you are always just chasing the constant, uh, wanting to get, wanting to improve, wanting to be that person every day that's something i i just find absolutely fascinating and motivating because you're never gonna i'm never gonna be the best you know when you're a kid you always want to be drafted in football or play cricket for australia or whoever your country and you know that dream's obviously gone so i've got to reassess my goals now it's just about being the best best person i can be every everyone's gonna have a different you know um like well, their end point everyone will have their different end point. so just keep if you have a little setback don't get too don't get too upset um because it is a long long journey but um i'm still on it as i said i might never get to the i might never get to the end because i'll always keep keep working but stick to it head down bum up work hard and uh listen to whatever keith or jane say if you're at rb <laughs>
0: yeah it's good bro it's good Thanks for that. And um, you've got your own podcast, eh, bro? Um, give your podcast a little bit of a plug.
1: Yeah, if anyone wants to listen to the, the Roo Train podcast, I mean, uh, to other fellas, we just talk about the Wanneroo Amateur Football Club. We also mention little other things uh, like Roadworks, Ocean Reef Road, and Wanneroo Road, world's world's worst intersection at the moment, or Joondalup Drive and Wanneroo Road. So if you want to join in, Join in our fun yeah and we're actually available in some 16 eastern african countries now as well we got a letter the other day so you can tune in anywhere the route run thank you
0: (laughs) nah thanks for that bro thanks for your time today really do appreciate that and um yeah all the best for the future bro
1: nah thank you kate thanks for having me on and just anyone's listening good luck everyone I, uh, I enjoy hearing other stories as well from other people, you know, with their small little wins. I always get a bit of a get a a bit of a kick out of seeing other people. That's just how I am. Other people doing well. So keep at it. Keep doing your thing and enjoy yourselves. Thank you.
0: Uh, thanks for that, Lockie. Um, really do appreciate it. Appreciate your time. And, um, yeah, thanks for helping me get this started as well. Uh, but, yeah, that's the first episode of the Coach Keith Brady podcast. Um, if you made it this far thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next one thanks